Welcome to Audible Interlude, a G.I. Joe podcast. I am your host, Dave West, codename Phantom Troublemaker. And I'm your co-host, Noel Wood, codename Crapshoot. And I'm your Cobra intern who takes the good, he takes the bad, but I do not ever want Tomax and Zaymot to explain the facts of life to me again. Oh, no. Again. That sounds terrible. It was not good. (laughs) So uh, it's Tuesday night, not our usual night. There's a lot going on in the world of G.I. Joe live streams this evening. Uh, Hooded Cobra Commander currently has one going on, which I guess I shouldn't mention. But I mean, honestly, if you want to go watch it, go watch it. Uh, And then at nine, what's on Joe Mind is going to be starting their live stream. So uh, for anybody that's here with us, thank you very much. We appreciate you being here. Uh, Anybody who was not able to be here live due to other obligations or just due to other fandoms, uh, you can catch the audio version this Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, or this version will live on forever right here on the Needless Things YouTube channel. Uh, You can check us out on Instagram at Audible Interlude Podcast. That's where you can participate in the show by commenting on the sound off post every day we're doing a live stream that's where you can contribute to what we talk about this evening and while you're there check out our pinned stories where you can get your own audible interlude merchandise and help support the show uh this t-shirt is still available although i finally realized what we need in the way of new shirts is the new logo that's in the bottom right-hand corner of your screen, designed by our pal Slickalicious. Check out Shop Slickalicious on Instagram as well. Uh, so I think this weekend I'm going to throw up new shirts with that new logo on it. Uh, you'll notice it's a little cleaner. It's angled a little bit. It's a little more dynamic uh, than the old logo that I made up on my own. And I'm, you know, I think I did a pretty good job. But this one, my gosh, it's a, it's a work of art. It's a thing of beauty. So that needs to be on a T-shirt. Uh Wow. Christian, Noel, how are you fellas doing? Have, have you also been quarantining for the past five days? No, but the uh, the the wife has been running a fever. I've been coughing, so I'm no Ugh. no no COVID yet. Yeah. But, um, you know, hopefully not. Knocking wood. Yeah, I got uh, last Thursday, I started feeling not great, but it was right as we got that cold snap here in Georgia. Uh-oh. Speaking of not feeling great, we've lost him. Christian's just out. Um, <laughs> we got that cold snap here in Georgia. So I thought, because now, like, I'm an old man now and seasonal changes affect me in ways that they didn't used to. Uh, so I get the sniffles and I start to feel not great and then I get used to it. But I, and that's all I thought it was. And then Friday I woke up and I was like, you know, I'm really not feeling good. I went to the doctor and one, I don't think the doctor has ever administered a COVID test to me before. They do strep and they do the flu, but this is the first time they've given me a COVID test and it was positive. So I had to, mm-hmm. I had to, uh, not immobilize, isolate. Uh, although I was basically immobilized also, uh, for five days. Today is my last day of isolation. I've been working from home the last two days and, uh, I'm also, I'm still working from home right now because we do this. Every time we do a live stream, I work from home. <laughs> we have new skills now. Thor Golden Cub in the Super Chat. First of all, uh, everything from the Super Chats now is going to go to making a new run of these hats. Uh, this was kind of a special deal that I tried out. 
uh, I was like, oh, let's see if we can get some hats made. And we could, but I would like to get a lot more hats made. It's not something we can do through Public, who sells our T-shirts. Uh, this is something I've got to just pay to get done. So every super chat we get is going towards a new run of hats uh, that we will turn around and sell back to you. So that's just how capitalism works, boys and girls. But Thor Golden Cub. Nice new clean lo logo as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they will have the new logo on them. Uh, hi, all. Great to see you. What do you think about Super 7 Joes being found at Walmart? I've seen a snake eyes and a bat there. Good health to everyone. Uh, my health is definitely better. Uh, we talked about this a little bit last time. But, uh, I mean, it's great. Any More Joe anywhere is good. More Super 7 anywhere is good. Walmart is the biggest toy retailer in America or North America or the world, maybe. I don't know. So it's good. Noel, you've actually seen stuff. I haven't been in a Walmart, honestly, since we talked about it. Yeah, last night, uh, just in Decatur, Georgia, I found Snake Eyes um, and uh, Cobra Commander um super seven uh, reaction figures and i didn't uh, i didn't take them to the register because i've got them both but i scanned them with the with the app and they both came up at like clearance prices it was one was like 15.99 and the one was like 16.44 um so they're not typically priced but i don't know what they would ring up at the register not the ultimates no not the ultimates these are the reaction figures yeah and pe uh, people have been finding the ultimates as well though yeah uh, i think it's Including great SDCC exclusive ultimates, which is bizarre still to me. Yeah, that that one is a weird one. It's not unprecedented, but it is it is odd. Mm -hmm. uh, but clearly, Super Seven has a lot of that stuff to to move out. Uh, as Brian Flynn has mentioned, and if if we get Christian back, he's got some more uh, Brian Flynn oriented details. Uh, yeah, but we haven't even gotten a uh, we haven't even gotten a, a, a message from him. So no, we have okay. I, the, yeah, well, hopefully the, the fatal fluffies didn't get him. <laughs> well, as, something tells me the fatal Florida might have gotten him. <laughs> uh, speaking of Super Seven, let's check in on the Cobra Mothership. Ooh, I looked this morning. It, I think, was the same number it was a week ago. I, I don't think they're updating it, which seems really weird. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been at fourteen twenty nine for like two weeks. I think they're just not updating it, or it's just not going to move until the day before uh, yeah. the final day. We'll we'll see what happens. Which will be disappointing. Like I it, said, I, I I I can't justify buying it, but I'd love to see it get uh, you know get greenlit and get those O ring figures out and see what happens from there. If uh, if it gets made, I have to have it. So I'm going to back it, but if it doesn't get made, it's not going to break my heart to not spend 600 plus dollars on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm ambivalent, but I'm not going to be crushed. I mean, you can't really have FOMO if it doesn't get made, right? Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so our next live stream is going to be on November the 12th. Twentieth, uh, we will be doing a Black Friday special of sorts. Even though it's not on a Friday, Black Friday uh, is that week. So we're going to be talking. I don't. I don't know quite what we're going to do yet. We got a couple ideas. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and then next week, we are doing a very special Thanksgiving show with our fellow podcasters. Clown is down. Uh, a couple of guys that uh, Noel, you've known basically since you were in the womb, and uh, <laughs> and uh, I've known for 
25-ish years now. Uh, we've all, you've been on their show, right? Uh, I actually have not. I was supposed to be on their show about Dragon Con, and I just never, it just never worked out for me to get oh, there. Oh, okay, okay. I, that's what I was thinking of. So they're uh, they're great, and we're gonna they're basically planning out our show. So we're gonna have a completely new perspective <laughs> and format on what we're doing next week. It's gonna be really exciting, uh, and that'll be that's our audio episode that'll be available that Friday wherever you get your podcast. Look who's back! Our Cobra intern. <laughs> <laughs> has made it back in, fought his way Maybe. through the alligator-infested waters of the Florida internet. My internet right now, thank you, Florida, is a swamp tree and two coconuts. And coconuts <laughs> aren't even native to Florida. Uh, those dreadnoughts are down there messing with the lines again, aren't they? Well, we'll uh, later in the episode, I might have a little bit of a, a somebody who might be able to help you out with a solution for that. Uh, we, I've, I've got a, I, as often happens, there's there's a little bit of kismet tonight, and I've got a theme for a couple of things we're going to be talking about. Uh, let's see who we got in the chat. Mandalorian Jedi. Yes, of course it's time. Although Mandalorian Jedi, where was your long-winded sound off this week? I, after last week, I understand if you had to rest. He needed a break. Yeah, that yeah. Was a... <laughs> I get it. I get it. Uh, I've Kevin read Riddle. novels that were shorter than that. <laughs> Kevin Riddle is here. Yorktown Joe is here. Silent Interlude. What's up? And Thor Golden Cub. Welcome back, Christian <laughs> Cobra intern. Oh, and actually, so, while while you were gone, I think Christian, look at this in the super chat. Oh wow, super chat! Thanks, Will. And this is uh, this is going to the hat fund. We are doing a new run of hats with the new logo. Uh, all right. Well, guys, now that we've got all our introductions done and uh, we're all here having fun, I think it's time for news. Look at that banner. I love this. So professional. All right. Uh, so Walmart exclusives are shipping. Most people have the, the newest or the current ones in hand. You know what's weird, though, you guys? I have never seen Zartan, Storm Shadow, Snake Eyes, or the Crimson Guard in a store in Walmart. They've still got plenty of gung-ho and, of course, Lady J and mm -hmm. Destro. Um, Baroness. Baron, I don't see Baroness as much. Oh, look at this. We got another one in the super chat. Craig Dukas, super what is chat. up? Everybody, like I said earlier, everybody check out Slickalicious on Instagram. Shop Slickalicious on Instagram. Uh, so, uh, yes, the chat is evolving. Well, yeah, I've actually, I haven't gotten my retro Zartan yet in the mail either. Oh, really? Yeah, it never did ship. So I've got oh, my Crimson no. Guards, but I never my retro Zartan. See, I as much as I like the color changes or the Master of Disguise Zartan, that retro actually ended up being my favorite. It just looks so good on the shelf. I need to check on my order again. Uh so anyway, yeah, never saw those, but now shipping are the moly 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 rats <laughs> with their wonderful glow in the dark bits. Uh the review is going up next week right here on the needless things youtube channel i absolutely love this figure um i love the alternate head of hideousness look at that face truly disturbing 
only a mother could love. That's he looks right. Like, he looks like Clint Howard. He does look like Clint Howard, which makes me love him even more. Hi, Clint. Uh, and then we also have our Crimson Alley Viper, which I almost didn't even order. And now, and this, of course, there's a little recency bias here, but this might be my current favorite troop builder. I just really, really like the look, the design of this figure. And you guys know I like the wild colors that pop on the shelf. But the way that this one is put together, I just really like it, man. Now, Christian, I know I broke you down and you ended up ordering one, right? Yes. but and So I want to jump back to your comment about the retros. Keep in yes. mind... Uh, whatever wonkiness is going on with my internet, you guys are still kind of digitized. So if you already said this, I'm sorry, but I'm good at repeating. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it surprises me that in the Walmart stores that Baroness and um, Lady J are still ringing up at full price. Because if you go on walmart.com, Lady J is now 10 bucks. Baroness is 14. Destro's 14. Hmm. Gung Ho, I think, is at 17. But like they're clearanced on the website, but they're not clearanced in the store. I think make you can it make sense, on, Walmart. I think well, you can they, get them on Amazon for like 15 bucks. They are sure. clearancing them in the sense that they're putting the yellow stickers on them and sticking them on the clearance aisle, but, they, but at full right. price. Right, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, that stuff drives me crazy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah, that Walmart needs to move some stock out. And uh, you can still still get mole rats, by the way, on Walmart. Yeah, they're still available. Com. I think all three of these. Are still yeah, available for range vipers. For... Totally gone, but and but then, mole oh, rats wow. still there. I only got from this is from this assortment. I just got shooter, and I think she's wonderful i think she's a great figure oh well, well i agree i was so shooter. blown away interesting I, so, I shooter is at the end of the review i've i've felt underwhelmed really and it's <clears> not <throat> that i don't like the figure I, there's just something I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's not, there's not anything missing because she's got, she's got a killer rifle. Mm -hmm. She's got a great portrait. And I think, I think the rifle looks great. Like slung across her back with her carrying other weapons. Yeah. That clip. I don't, I don't love anything like this. Kind of bugs yeah. me a little bit. Well, I said, if, if the rifle's on her back, it, you know, it doesn't bother me at all. That's um, the way I've got mine posed currently. But she, she's and, nice come on, pistol. she's wearing like, look at her shoes. Yeah, I, well, she's I like, love, I, I like the uh, the sneakers, the the combat sneakers or whatever. Like, I like the figure, but just as I was going over it, I don't know. There's just something, something doesn't grab me about it. It's mm. not bad, but there, it just Fair doesn't enough. dazzle me, and I don't know why. I don't know why that is. I said I I have not been and Daniel Rodriguez. Things. Why can't we have both? I mean, if I had to choose between them, I would choose Shooter because she doesn't have gigantic cavernous holes in her shoulders. <laughs> uh, but but uh, yeah, I mean, I need I need to have both of them. 
if let's see, if they repaint the uh, this is Craig Dukas. If they repaint the Alley Viper again, I'd really appreciate some grappling line like what's included with Wolf Spider. Yeah, and and that's you know the the loops are there on the grappling hook and on the rifle for that. I would like to see that. If they do a repaint of the Alley Viper, what color would you guys like to see? What Python Patrol. The, well, there was another. There was another Alley Viper in the um, in the vintage line. Um, oh, I don't know. Which was yellow and black, and uh, I think that might be interesting. They may they may wind up doing that. I would like to see a, a blue one with maybe like gray camo. I, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see something blue. I've never seen a blue alley viper, so I drew a blue alley viper. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I, I would just... like to see based off of what Craig pointed out? I would like to see, I don't know. Tomax and Zaymot have a grappling line like they yeah. should have come Well, with. yeah, right. Yeah, that was the first cro- thought that crossed my mind when he mentioned the grappling hook was, oh yeah, Tomax and Zaymot could use one too. Like, yeah. Yeah, the Alley Viper, there was the blue Alley Viper that had the, the shield that was the Cobra symbol. I love mm. that Alley Viper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the... yeah. There are a lot of options that would be cool. I don't know. Now that you said the yellow, though, I kind of like the idea of the. You said yellow and gray. Is yellow? Is yeah, yellow and black. Yellow and black. He's very... Yeah, that'd be interesting. Although that might be a little close to some of the Night Force themed stuff. Oh no! No, no. He's very Mandalorian Jedi. What? But which one would be more um, obnoxious? The version one Alley Viper or Slaughter's Marauders Alley Viper? Oh Lord. You know what? <laughs> having having the barbecue, though, I like the way they did the Slaughter's Marauders barbecue. I don't hate that color scheme, so I don't know, man. Uh, we, right, but this. you don't like Shooter, so we know where you're. Well, I mean, it's not that I don't like Shooter right now. Well, but you know what? That does line up with my opinion on Night Force in general. Is I? It's not the most exciting thing to me. We got somebody new here hanging out, Robert Streben. <gasps> Uh, my first time that I was able to make it to a live stream, yo, Joe, and or Cobra, to you all, welcome, Robert, thanks welcome. for checking in. Uh, Rachel is here, Shooter's a little light on accessories, I, so, and maybe that's part of it, is she comes with, like, the gas mask is really cool, but her portrait is so good, I'm not going to display her with the gas mask and then she's got the extra head of hair so it feels like she came with a couple of things that i don't care about and that's my you know that's me that's not the figure mm-hmm. i don't know that's not like i said it's not i, a bad I was a little the 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 two hair pieces like coming with one i get well the one i was because the gas mask is in you know, also part of that too. Right. So well, see, I mean, like, she's I got three total, but yeah, she's got the third one. too. Right. She's got three total. I don't, the gas mask that... I count as separate. Yeah. Um, if they were dynamically you're right. different, like, I could understand. That... Yeah. I don't get why the braids and the ponies, like they're so similar. I, I don't mm-hmm. quite understand what they went for there. Look, if she had like 
a cool brown leather jacket and some like white wrist guards and some yellow orange pants. Oh, wait. Oh, look here. We're good. I've got, <laughs> we're good to go. I'm fine. <laughs> Never Maybe mind. she needed an owl. She needed an animal. <laughs> you know what? You're not wrong. That would actually be cool. Like an owl with a little laser pointer on it, like a spotter. <laughs> right. Cause owls be see in that. the dark. So yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. But then she'd be a pet figure and she'd cost 35 or 40, dollars oh, $42 or whatever it is <laughs> so uh okay let's see thor golden cub it looks like classified is really dipping into the obscure figures how long do you guys think it will take for them to get the cobra law of course super seven was destined to make cobra law figures um i think by 2025 well okay so look if if there's certainty on the part of Linny and company the line is going to make it to 2027 then 40th anniversary cobra law classified figures i think are a lock but uh you know that's four years from now i think we'll get them before then because i I think so too look we we know that that Emily and Lenny secretly listen to this podcast because every Huge obscure fans. figure yeah. that that we've pushed for has gotten released way sooner than we thought. So Th- this evidence right have... here, I reviewed this figure on the Needless Things YouTube channel, and the next week, Lenny held it up on a live stream and looked me dead in the eyes. So I mean, <laughs> what more do you need than that? Uh, <laughs> this is oh, all you and fant- your pillow talk. This is, this is all pure fantasy, by the way. None of this is true at all. <laughs> that is in my top three of uh, costumes that I have built and worn exactly one time. Is that uh, battle core leather neck? I, if you don't want it, I'll buy it from you. <laughs> I would love to have that. One day I'm going to get back into it again. Uh, let's see. Oh, interesting. Uh, Robert Streben, just to let everyone know, you can put Firefly's handheld remote in the strap on his left leg and it fits fine. Uh, yeah. And you know what? That's true. The, all that kibble that drives me so crazy, it, it does have some stretch to it and you can kind of wedge things in there if you want to. So, uh, not a bad call. All right, so a good batch of figures. Oh, yeah, one more, uh, just an update for anybody who saw my review of Agent Helix. I got my replacement from Big Bad in just a couple of days, and she does have the correct number of right thighs. This is a, this figure I love. Uh, I was not super stoked because just the the images weren't really exciting, uh, but I really dig this figure. I'm very happy with how Helix turned out. I was secretly hoping that the replacement they sent you was going to be the one that had two, two left thighs, two two left thighs this time. (laughs) Well, I mean, it still would have worked. I I would have just swapped them because it's not super hard to do. Well, no, that knee would have been a pain to deal with. So yeah, I wouldn't have wanted to do that. That would have been hilarious. Uh, Noel needs to cosplay as Lenny next. (laughs) I mean, I've got the same Dreadnought shirt he has. I'll just wear that and uh, and get the, the black cap, and I'm good, right? That's all you need. You're good. Uh, all right, so uh, qual- let's talk about quality a little bit, because we and, and we have, in the past few weeks, we've talked about how the line at this point has gotten so big that the singular oversight that we had at the beginning just can't be maintained now, and we're seeing little things here and there that are 
uh, for several waves now. Go, well, going all the way back to the CoverGirl wave, uh, the quality is just not as consistent as it was with the first several waves. And un, I'm not saying it's okay, but unfortunately, the classified line has gotten so big now that it's just going to be like any other line. Like if you look at Marvel Legends, there's inconsistent quality there. Uh, I, today I got so yesterday I ordered this was ten bucks on Amazon the Ironheart figure. It's one of the best Marvel Legends figures ever made. The quality is incredible. It's it's an amazing figure. Uh, and then right around the same time, they put out a bunch of figures with really rubbery elbows and knees and like bad paint jobs. It's just the size of these lines just means that stuff is going to slip through and it's unfortunate. Uh, but yelling at fellow toy collectors about it is not going to get Hasbro to fix it, nor will it convince Hasbro to lower their prices. (laughs) And something I learned recently um most now i don't know how it is with hasbro um because this was coming from like one of the smaller independent toy makers um but most toy companies still like at this point china is still kind of like blocked off so they don't have their representatives in those factories on a consistent basis right like they did before so i'm i'm gonna cut them some slack and say that's why some of this quality control stuff is getting through but it's a very thin line and and look very little of it is egregious the to me in my opinion so let's let's talk about this a little bit. In my opinion, that firefly that I got with the huge gap in his waist and the floppy abdomen is the worst quality classified figure I in my opinion I have reviewed. Uh what what for you guys, what has been the biggest miss in your opinion? See, it's not that I, easy because usually it's just one little thing. I got. I still got to go back to Dusty. Um, the just the the way his hat fits on, how we had to have like a a fan created solution to keep his his uh, his helmet to stay on his head properly. Um, and probably because he's one of my least favorite lines in the figure thus, uh, least favorite figures in the line thus far. Yeah, and that plays a part in it too. How much you like the character could, you know, could make something seem worse or not as big a deal depending on what that thing is. If Firefly had some, you know, knee and elbow joints that were a little gummy, maybe I wouldn't be as bothered about it. But since I see that construction is such a fatal flaw on my literal favorite character, then it's a huge problem. Christian, yeah, for me, I don't even so think it. It's not even a figure that I got. It's a figure that that Dave had. And the different colored elbows on your Outback. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those were pretty brutal. Like, that that is just, like, how? 
and then Chris was pointing out, of course, I think the one we we all agree oh. with about Falcon's head. Yeah. Um, and then just that, the just the the like unpainted heads on that on in that wave too. They just look different than the rest of the figures. They do. They definitely have a different look. Um, oh wait. The comments moved while I was trying to highlight something. <laughs> uh, Michael Carter, Zoran, yeah, Zarena's left arm. Some people had an issue with that. I didn't have any problems with that one, but I know it popped off uh, for some folks. Mandalorian Jedi, do we need an American hero made in America line? If you want to pay three times as much for the figures, absolutely. Let's go. Uh, but I, I have this weird sense that Joe fans are resistant to higher prices. I don't know where I would get that idea. <laughs> um, Yorktown Joe, not on topic, but Noel's Stinger shirt looks great. Noel's shirts are always on topic. Uh, okay, so moving on, just like I said, every line, it, it has ups and downs when it, once it gets as big as the classified line is now, and it's just how it is. And yelling at, each, yelling at each other about it is not going to solve any problems. Uh, we got emails. Did you guys both get the email about the HasLab his tank? About uh, verifying your shipping information? Yes. Uh, yep. Verify your shipping information by November the 24th. If you have not received your email, you can still go to Hasbro Pulse and just double check your order, double check your shipping information and if you don't know uh if you go to hasbro pulse on your on the actual desktop site there is a search function in the orders that's not in the pulse app so if you're only using the app uh you don't have the search function but if you go to a desktop you can search for for hiss and just look your order up because they're they're organization is not great on that site but yeah go go verify your order even if you haven't received that email Uh, let's see here. Thor Golden Cub. Uh, Noel, will we see you at Toylanta 2024? I'll be there. Yes, uh, Noel and I will both be there. Mezco Roadblock. The 112 Collective Roadblock is shipping. Uh, they started charging for them yesterday, and because it was my old card, my charge did not go through. I went and updated my payment information and got another email today saying my charge didn't go through. So I will keep everyone updated as to the saga. I've sent them two emails and I tried to call them and have gotten no response, uh, which is unusual because in the past I have found Mezco's customer service to be very helpful and very quick. Uh, so maybe they're having other issues. I don't know. So I may or may not end up with a 112 collective roadblock. We'll see. Uh, Ultimates Wave 3 from Super 7 are still showing for November from Big Bad Toy Store, uh, which is earlier than Super 7's projected date, but that goes along with how things have been going for the past couple of years. So hopefully I'll be reviewing those soon, although, my gosh, I don't need any more product coming in right now. <laughs> well, and you just talking about the Super 7 Ultimates, we would uh, we will have to mention that uh, Big Bad Toy Store having that ridiculous sale on super seven products um picked up a couple of the the ultimate bats for 22 dollars each so i was like oh, gotta have them at that price 
Yeah, I have. I still haven't actually bought anything, but I have put about a dozen different things in my cart and then taken them back out because even 20 bucks at this point with as much stuff as coming out between now and the end of the year, even 20 bucks, I'm like, ah, maybe I don't need to spend that right now. Yeah, it's I said I, I was no interest in those figures at, at regular retail price, especially not if you're buying them direct from Super 7 and paying another $15 to ship them. Right. But you know, at that price, that's, that's oh, yeah. less than a classified figure. Well, and you're not collecting 18 other lines and uh, you, yeah. you have a, you have a focus that I lack. <laughs> you could have bought 10 bats and been probably fine. Uh, and then finally I've got, uh, we only have one slide for the news uh, this week. And it's just something that I saw on Instagram that I wanted to share with everybody. Tell me guys, what do you think of that? Keep your Dreadnought motorcycles. I want this Dreadnought trike by Mark II Designs. Uh, this was made for, oh gosh, what was the convention that just happened? Articulated something? Uh, assembly Required. Assembly Required. Uh, he made this for Assembly Required. Uh, Mark II Designs, I bought uh, other thing. I bought uh, the Sunbow style rifles. Um couple of jump jet packs i I bought a few different items Uh, very high quality good stuff and he made this and is considering going into production and selling these dreadnought trikes and i really want one i don't know what the price point would be but (laughs) that thing is awesome yeah christian this seems like it would be right up your alley It should be, uh, but right now I'm having to use my imagine. There we go. See, all I needed to do was start to complain. <laughs> that is awesome. Sometimes it works. Yeah, I love it. I absolutely <laughs> love this. And look oh, at the... <laughs> I mean, it, it, the snake head for the headlight. Because when you said trike, I literally thought you were talking about the dreadnought cycle oh yeah yeah yeah. that they made that looks uh um but that looks honestly like every three-wheeler on a farm that i saw back in kentucky well and it looks like something that very easily could have existed in sunbow yeah exactly like i had to i had to rack my brain to remember if this is something from sunbow well they had trikes in uh the, battle on the roof of the world or whatever yeah, but they yeah. didn't have the cobra headlight yeah, that's what i was thinking it was from that when they were dragging around the piece of the uh the weather dominator yeah but this this the is actually whatever it was uh, so are the me. are the tires 3d printed plastic because they they, they look, look like rubber rubbery they do but that would be if they're tooling those out of rubber that's pretty impressive well i don't if my guess would be he found the right size tire. Right. Like, a, like, like an RC car. Right. Tire. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said yeah. he is looking into producing these. So uh, I am excited. I, I, I can't, it's, I'm sure it's going to be more than I'm willing to pay, but I still am very curious to see. Yeah. Toilet I mean, claimer has arrived. Woohoo. Do you think it would be because their prices are? I 
think very, fair. Very reasonable, yeah. Do you think it'll be the same or slightly less than what Gridiron is charging for the pack rack? I looking at this thing, looking at the paint on it, I I feel like it's got to be a hundred bucks to be worth absolutely him doing it. You know, mm-hmm. so I don't know. We'll we'll see, we'll see. But I just wanted to bring that to everybody's attention. It's on Instagram. Check out Mark Two Designs. Um, did everybody see the replacement weapon um, for Mutt that was being offered? Yes, from Marauders. Yeah, and it's, it's ridiculously cheap too. So, yeah, it's a dollar ninety nine. Uh, it's Mutt's. Uh, was it a Mac Ten? What? Is, yeah, it's a little Mac Ten, and it's got dog bones. And it comes with three dog biscuits too, with a little M on them. There, it's great. Yeah. Uh, I almost ordered a couple, and then I was like, "Oh wait, there's actually some other Marauder stuff I know I need to order." So I, I'm waiting until I get my list to put my order in. But yeah, for two bucks, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we've got uh, something a little different uh, that we're going to do for the next few minutes here. So last week was our 100th episode, and we got through a lot of the content that I wanted to talk about. But, you know, we've got more that I wanted to discuss about the past 100 episodes that we've done. And I've just got a – did you guys get a chance to look at the little list I sent out? There was a lot on that list. Uh, yeah, kinda, there was a lot. We're I not kind of browsed hit, it a little bit, but uh... we're we're not going to hit everything. There are just a few <laughs> bullet points I want to talk about because, like, we've been doing this for a little over three years, but some of this stuff feels like it's ten years old. Uh, the first news we ever discussed was the Super Seven Bat Super Cyborg, which doesn't seem that long ago to me. No, like I felt like that was something we talked about way later than that. Right. Uh, but then on January 4th, 2021, we were talking about whether we would like to see a reaction line from Super 7, <laughs> which seems like an eternity ago. Yeah. Well, how many waves are we at at this point? What, seven? <laughs> seven yeah. or eight, I think? Yeah, that's it's, insane. It's incredible. In, in less than three years, they have put out I think seven mainline waves of products, all kinds of special releases, a vehicle. They have a crowdfund that we'll see. Um, there are I mean, more Super 7 Reaction Joe toys than there are probably like the next five lines combined, I feel like. Because, you know, most most Super 7 Reaction toys, you know, there's, there's a small group of figures they put out because it's usually something from like a movie or from something like fairly... Um, you know, fairly niche thing, but with GI Joe, they got all these characters. So, yeah, yeah it's I mean, keep coming. Whatever you think of the line, they've done an impressive job of getting them out. Uh, it's also funny to look back. Uh, no- November the second of 2020, we were talking about how we expected YoJo.com to die any day now. I mean, it's th- it's limping. <laughs> so three, it hasn't been updated in three years. <laughs> well, right, but we still use it twice a month for our segments it's still yeah. there uh so three years past it's it's yojo.com is the tna of gi joe websites <laughs> oh. tna wrestling that is for those that which don't is, know which is back baby which is ba- well it'll be back in january 
I will be getting that pay-per-view. Absolutely. Uh, oh, boy, this one's a little sad. May the 7th of 2021. O-Ring is not dead. Hasbro hears the demand and is excited about it. Womp, womp, womp. Three minutes later. <laughs> right. <laughs> Christian, was there anything on this list that kind of jumped out at you? Um, <clears throat> well, the one thing that stuck out the most to me is how long we've been doing this. Because when I think of the Ultimate and all that being announced in 2020... And now, obviously, with everything that was going on with the world, delays are understandable. But it seems like we just got them. Um, but as far as the O-rings are not dead, they may not be dead. But Hasbro has put them in the old folks' home and is just kind of ignoring them <laughs> until the stink gets too bad. Oh, no. <laughs> or well i don't know it's or they potentially have sent them off to live with relatives i really wish i could have understood that <laughs> poor christian our, our cobra intern is struggling tonight um so we talked about don't that move lady, the florida that lady kids talked about that lady j show in march of 2021 that uh still can't wait for that to happen yeah right <laughs> and that was like that was actually getting picked up by major news outlets that they were going to do a Lady J show. Yeah, oh yeah, and yeah. That was that was a thing. I mean, that was going to be the thing the big GI Joe revival. Uh June 7th of 2021, I first publicly declared my love for Lenny. <laughs> that was a nice moment uh for all of us. I I expect uh you know, a gift in a few months here. Uh, for that public confession. So July 15th, Super 7 dives in with Ultimates and Reaction. And that was all of our talk prior to that had been, are they going to do an Ultimates line? Are they going to do a Reaction line? Are they? We, I don't think we assumed they were going to do both. So no. I remember they had a social media thing where they were promoting July 15th, 7:15, big announcement, GI Joe. We followed along and it sure enough, uh, it was ultimates in reaction. And what I said about it at the time was look at it this way. This is not a new line of GI Joe figures. This is characters from GI Joe being adapted into an existing line. Like when GI Joe had street fighter characters, Dalzim couldn't stretch, and M. Bison was the same size as everyone else because they were adapting the characters to the form of the existing toy line. Do the same people complaining about this complain about Pops? I mean, I complain about Pops, but that's a whole <laughs> different thing. I actually uh, I had to message Noel once um, because they had the it was Billy the Madison in the bathtub. The bathtub. <laughs> yeah. And I was so tempted to get that for you, but I sometimes I will check with people before I buy them a new format of toy because I don't want to get anybody addicted to anything. The only pops I have in this house are somewhere in this Optimus Prime cabinet back here, and it's only because I got one for like half price at a comic book store one time. Well, and that's I mean that's Prime. You you kind of yeah. I mean that. I, I collect Optimus Prime, so I had to have you know, every version I could. 
Uh, Mandalorian Jedi, I can't believe that I've only been with y'all for less than a year, but apparently I'm already at my yearly character limit on your Instagram <laughs> comments. Weird. <laughs> I believe That's that. why I didn't post anything today. Uh, Yorktown Joe, in that analogy, is Super 7 providing foster care for O-Rings? Are they Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru? Nah, that would make O-Rings Luke, and he never had an O-Ring. Oh, don't get me started on Star Wars O-Rings and how much I wanted those when I was a kid. Oh, man. Uh, let's see here. Our first RoboSkull Mark II news came on October 1st of 2021, uh, which more RoboSkull should be coming really soon. Uh, November of 2021, O-Rings are back! We were so hopeful. We were so excited, just like when Christian came back. O-Rings Whatever came that back. was, it's all working now. You guys are oh. not digitized. I can hear you clearly. Oh, okay, well, let's start over again. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> from the beginning. Yeah, right? all, let's go all the way back. <laughs> Take it from um, the top. So, O-Rings are back in uh, November of 2021. Christian is back in November of 2023. Uh, March 4th of 2022, the Haya Toys Exquisite Mini line is announced, and the Baroness Megatron crossover, which, which was mind-blowing news for us. For me personally, that is the biggest and best announcement in the history of this show because it's something that i wanted ever since i was a kid it was legitimate fulfilling of a lifelong desire i'm i'm happy with classified but i never wanted six inch joes uh so was I'm it a with... joes and transformers thing or was it to yes. fill out your fan fiction of baroness and megatron <laughs> why not both <laughs> um and i'm pretty sure with with, with that news story it was something that like we had seen rumors of the night before and like yes. right before we went on that day it was confirmed that this is actually happening when i was a kid and i've said this many times on the show as we've talked about these and then when i reviewed the the transformers crossovers i wanted transformers that interacted with gi joe figures so badly probably my number one want for a toy period and we've got them and they're not exactly what i mean ideally i want optimus prime as optimus prime and and like jazz as jazz but we have transformers that interact with gi joe figures it's it's literal a dream come true when uh this is outside of the realm of gi joe but sort of is gi joe adjacent uh when the um alternators transformers came out back in like 2001 i think was when the first one was released uh they're 124th scale and so are mask figures so i actually went and found Is that right some, uh yeah yes the mask figures actually stand like they're right they look great right next to them oh wow yeah i didn't realize the alternate i collected alternators and i didn't realize they were that big yeah, they are. I mean, that was the whole big thing with that. They were they were one twenty fourth. They were licensed scale models. Um, yeah, I knew they were licensed. Right. I just didn't realize yeah. they were mask size. I just they didn't realize that we could that turn thing. mask figures and make the alternators like the male version of the Kiss line from Japan. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, let's not get into Kiss play. <laughs> oh uh, and and let me just tell you, I sold all of those alternators except for Shockwave for a pretty pretty penny a few years ago 
I could I got not rid of a believe. bunch of mine just because they took up so much shelf space, and once I put them on a shelf, I never wanted to touch them again. No, because they were a nightmare to transform. <laughs> yeah, they were horrible, horrible transformer toys, but so cool. Uh, so May oh uh, April eighteenth of twenty twenty two, call sign Longbow and Operation Recall. We covered those on the show. May the sixth of twenty twenty two. Plastic-free packaging was announced. A day that will live in infamy. <laughs> I still uh, like it. I, I know too. a lot of people don't. but I, Well, I like the current packaging when they still had the twine holding mm-hmm. the figures in. Yeah. The that... plastic still drives me crazy because I feel like I'm going to break the figure just trying to get that bit of plastic off. Because I have to pull it up just enough to get my clippers mm-hmm. in there. And I'm going to... I'm. I mean, I have so many of them now, as I'm sure everyone in the chat does. But I'm going to miss the Foot Lockers because they have been really good for storing more than just my Joe stuff. I've got and so for the deluxe figures, they fit inside. Yeah, that's true. Uh, May 20th of 2022, Cybertronic Spree. Uh, announced their Ravage campaign, but no vinyl. But guess what? Now I've got the Ravage vinyl right over there on my turntable because <laughs> it came out through Enjoy the Ride Records, and I think they've still got them in stock. And it's all original stuff. It's incredible. It's the album of the year, in my opinion. Uh, and if you guys aren't following Cybertronic Spree's uh, social media, you need to because at their most recent concert, someone dressed up as the changeable fries from mcdonald's unbelievable (laughs) yeah greatest cosplay ever i should have saved a picture of that just to put it up uh oh another big date june 3rd 2022 hasbro announces the selfie series (laughs) talk about mind-blowing uh mine's mine's at the back of the shelf (laughs) But supposedly uh, version two now they can do facial hair. I don't know. I've the pictures I see of them, I still feel like until they, they offer they different look dead. Until they offer different bodies, I will not buy another one. If I can get like a Cobra Trooper or a Green Shirt or Steel Brigade, just Steel Brigade. What are you doing? Put it on a Steel Brigade. They've got male mm-hmm. and female now. Like seriously. Uh June 17th, 2022, Tunnel Rat and Snow Job name dropped, which is interesting because we got them a little over a year later. And that was the name reveal for those two figures. And looking back, it looks like name reveals are around 12 months off. Uh, Call Sign Longbow completed that campaign on the same day. Uh, September 2nd of 2022, reaction figures went up to $20 a piece. Depending and, on where you are, because well, yeah, there's still seventeen ninety nine in still, yeah, yeah. seventeen ninety nine in Target still, but from Super Seven they went up to twenty. Yeah, well, it depends on the, the newer waves are twenty bucks at Target, but the older waves are still. Oh, are seven, they? I haven't yeah, seen. Oh, I haven't seen any of the new newer. Waves. I haven't either. My targets don't have them anymore at all. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if I obviously missed this earlier when you guys talked about the reaction announcement. But 
including the chat, do any of your all's brains just get your minds get blown when you hear Super Seven say that, like, they're announcing Wave Seven and Wave Eight because of all those army builders and everything else that they've released. It seems like we're on like Wave Thirty. I know, and I, I don't know. mean that in a bad way. This has obviously been the most successful reaction wave they have made. Yeah, but then when he turns around and says Wave Seven, I'm like, what? Oh, but that's what it is. There have been so many extras along the way because mm-hmm. the troop builders have been kind of a separate thing because the target didn't yeah. get those. It, it's 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 been a ride. Uh, let's see. Mandalorian Jedi selfie series. Why would I want an ugly face on a figure? We already have Falcon to be disappointed in. Oh, <laughs> somebody give Mandalorian Jedi a hug. Come on. Now, speaking of which. Thor Golden Cub, Cybertronic Spree is incredible in person. They even hug me during the concert, walking down the front line. They are, if you get to see them in person, their live shows are incredible, and they are the yep. nicest robots you will ever meet. I, I'm yep. still impressed at Dragon Con when they performed. Hot Rod ripped off of ripped off his pants and threw them out in the audience, and they crowd surfed his robot pants, crowd surfed the audience for a good 30 minutes before making their way back up to the stage. And they respectfully did. Yes. <laughs> Yorktown Joe, they should sell the exact same classified figure and retro carded with good cards, early window boxes, and current packages, but with twine. See what sells the best as an experiment. I mean, we may not be too far off from that. <laughs> uh, hey, and I'm sorry, real quick. Daniel Rodriguez, what do I keep in my locker? <sighs> Polly, Asian hookers, and blow. <laughs> Christian. Not for me, not for me. I have to do what I can to get through the day in the terror drum. Christian. So it's bartering. Anyway. <laughs> December 2nd, 2022, we talked about Operation Monster Force. And finally, uh, going back through our news on December 16th of 2022, we took our first listener prompts leading to sound off and guess who it was it was mandalorian jedi <laughs> our very first listener prompt from instagram uh that that was the genesis of the sound off segment so there you go uh i'm gonna skip over our miscellaneous debris here we've got uh i i do think that the first one on the list is hilarious because <laughs> well go we... ahead Go ahead. We called it. We expected the coil to be repainted many times. <laughs> Thankfully, we were wrong. <laughs> we actually got a decent, you know, ram cycle shortly thereafter. We we were absolutely wrong about that. <laughs> uh, all right. So that, uh, with, with a brief segue from the segue, brings us to our next segment, which, of course, is the way we like to, well, we're not going to wrap up the show, but it's our 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 uh, penultimate segment and that is sound off if you are following audible interlude podcast on instagram every time we're doing a live stream uh we put up a post that says sound off where we require your input as to what we are going to talk about for this segment of the show so let me throw it up on the screen and see what we got this time around we're kicking things off with something uh potentially a little controversial uh, and something that I don't have personal experience with. Um, we're not going to comment on anybody else's show. 
But from Rath Gideon, uh, time to have a serious talk about the future of toy prices and are things getting out of hand in the wake of Mothership and Full Force having a mini meltdown over a comment on last week's show? Uh, an example are deluxe figures like Scrap Iron being prices at $45, actually worth close to two figures with his extras. Sure to get a bunch of comments on this topic. Uh, did one of you guys want to take this one? For, first of all, we're not going to, I have not heard full force and we're not going to comment on it without having seen what happened and went down because we know how the internet works. Uh, no idea how legit this report is. Uh, my understanding is that the full force people are pretty nice. So many meltdown doesn't sound like what I've heard, but I don't know. I wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, Noel I or Christian. I haven't seen this. I did listen to their mothership episode. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and, you know, they talked with Brian Flynn about price. And they brought up, I think, a lot of the stuff that people don't think about as far as tooling and, and whatnot. And listen, I'm a collector on a budget. I absolutely understand ignoring stuff that's like Kickstarter and all that. The cost of regular figures does seem kind of crazy, but in doing a little bit of a deep dive of this today, when I was seeing comments talking about not wanting Super 7 to tackle O-rings <clears throat> because they will charge more than what Hasbro did. It kind of made me stop for a moment because I'm like, wait a minute, Hasbro was charging 20 something dollars. $22 a piece really for them. So $3 more. Yeah, so $3 more gets you a classified figure, but nobody was. We didn't hear as much, I feel like. Oh, people were complaining. Oh, people were, were they? Losing their mind. Look, okay. If, I if think that's there, fair, but if there's a dollar sign in front of it, GI Joe fans are complaining about it. <laughs> I mean, that's I just, just think, a fact. Unfortunately, where we are in the world right now, like the cost of oil is higher. The, you know, it, people don't think about this, but, you know, China has a growing middle class. So the people working in those factories aren't necessarily getting paid sweatshop worker prices anymore. And, right, and right. that all adds to the cost of the product. So I know like Super 7 had experimented and had, um, I can't remember if it was Thundercats, one of their ultimate waves they did at a factory at Vietnam. Um, and the quality control was very different than what they got in China. So they said, hey, we tried. It was a mistake. We're going back to this factory, but we're going to have to raise the price. That's so as, as a Lego uh, collector, I can tell you, boy, you want to talk about people who get grumpy about prices because Lego is not a cheap toy. Lego has um, always been like very expensive. But like Lego has done everything they can to try to keep prices on their unlicensed products as low as possible because they know they have to charge a premium for their licensed stuff. So like since I've really gotten back into Lego collecting since about 2007, um, 
if you can get stuff in like a regular stuff and it's 10 cents an element. So if it's a 500 um, piece set, you're paying, you know, 50 bucks for it. Yeah. That's, that's fairly reasonable for most of their products. Now it also depends on the size of the elements and stuff like that. I get a lot of the bigger like modular sets where you got a lot of smaller pieces and it might be, it's a, it's a $230 set, but it's going to have like 5,000 pieces. So in those cases, you're paying a lot less. Um, but uh, they tried with some of their collectible minifigures because their stuff is all made in Denmark. But they, they actually outsourced some of their stuff to the Czech Republic and the quality control just got terrible. So they were like, we tried. <laughs> we're going back in house because we like they I mean everything about Lego is it's it's a lot more detailed you know the tolerance on these parts you know you, you don't have any wiggle room like you do with you know a classified figure if it's if it's you know if his gun if his if his uh, uh the grip on his gun's a little big um uh oh I'm very big on the screen right now and I don't like it um <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm experimenting I'm experimenting with new things <laughs> But yes, if his if his gun's a little big in his hand, then hey, you know his hand just stretches a little bit more. In this case, you know you've got to have like perfect fault tolerance, and so yeah, they they rein it all back in, and it's like sorry, we we're getting this to the best price we can. Um, and I know a lot of people are going to complain about it, but and and my last thing to say about this, and we have mentioned it on this podcast. I feel like since we started. I get the notion of FOMO. However, you don't have to buy something that you don't like just because it's in this toy line. You you know, I I was such a completist for years and years and years. And when I sold off a chunk of my toy collection, it changed how I see things. And and yeah. you know, even Dave was buying everything and then recently you've become more selective so well, the blue the blue ninjas are what right that's what so, i was like oh i don't need all of this yeah going from 20 to 22.99 to 25 it's made me more selective about which classified figures i buy um but i i still don't think that 25 is you know unacceptable i understanding what goes into it um I still kick myself at some of the things like the Viper three pack, which I mention all the time. <laughs> Noel is obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so let it let it go. <laughs> all right. So I, I do actually do have one more thing. Okay. I hope that Hasbro does not make the mistake that I feel like Mattel did with Masters Classics, where we have twelve figures a year. We have two oversized items. And then they started throwing in the extra subscriptions. I'm comparing those extra subscriptions to the deluxe figures. I think a deluxe figure, a wave, is manageable. It's yeah. fair. When you start doing two or three deluxe figures in a wave or here's yeah. you know more deluxe figures in between your waves well classics was doing like a beast and a two-pack 
and a like, right putting premium items out three at a time right it got year it was un- it was too it, much correct and i feel like they lost a lot of you know are you going to keep your diehards all in sure but you're going to lose a lot of people and I get I I feel like they're trying to get as much product out as they can right now strike while the iron's hot yeah they are I just hope that it it sort of reigns in a little bit because I don't want you know the fact that um that like scrap iron is already kind of clearance and I feel like how many months ago did he come out? It's not even been six within, He was clearance within weeks of showing up at Target. But um, I, my concern is just that people who are, like the last vestiges of people who are trying to be completists are going to give up when they just can't keep up with everything. And then that's going to crumble down the line. We got to get to some of these comments yes. uh, before they leave the screen uh sneezy the squid what is up gary hey guys if i had the funds in a spare house i would get that mothership toy reclaimer uh going back to full force he got annoyed about a comment someone was being a contrarian about price of something i can't imagine that happening that sounds (laughs) completely not like the internet he probably handled it nicer than we would (laughs) or i would well okay (laughs) <laughs> Mandalorian Jedi, are toy prices getting too high? Yes, and so is milk, eggs, gas, home prices. Yeah, everything is insanely overpriced right now, which I understand only adds to the frustration of our non-essentials being so expensive, but it's just what's happening. Everything is too expensive right now. It's madness. Although eggs are super cheap right now. That that was that was a thing for a minute, but like you can get a you can get eighteen eggs for a dollar seventy nine now. So I could not even begin to tell you off the top of my head how much an egg costs. <laughs> you don't Rachel Salinas we do. I've never stepped on a gummy Lego. Well, Rachel, I have eaten a gummy Lego. Well, uh, Rachel, you need <laughs> I can't believe these words are gonna come out of my mouth. You need to come to Florida and visit Legoland because <laughs> their lazy river is full of soft gummy Legos that you can build oh a gosh. raft out of. That's and there, and there are many soft Lego elements too. There's a lot of soft parts. So, but your your point stands that those yes. are intentional. <laughs> all of the things we just mentioned are intentionally gummy, as opposed to uh, elbow joints or the C shaped uh, rifle that came with one of my Crimson Alley Vipers. Although, don't get me started on the brittle reddish brown uh, Lego elements. That, oh, uh, no, oh, we, yeah. we won't. Gold uh, Yorktown Joe's gummy weapons right bad. Here. Gummy Legos tasty. They are. Mm. Everything gummy is tasty. Mandalorian Jedi. Maybe we need more cheap knockoffs like the core. They always played nice with my Joe's for a week or so. Uh, I'm I'm all about like Lenard getting into the the uh 112th game let's do it especially for I'm vehicles surprised they haven't done it yet honestly yeah yeah um, but i mean that's what i as a as a kid like i love transformers i i had gobots first because they came first although people don't understand that um but then transformers came along but if you went into this toy store there were a dozen different like some of them were you know knockoffs uh where they were actually not exactly doing things the most legal way but a lot of them like converters were also just licensing stuff from japan um 
they just weren't as big of a, co- a company. Yeah. Um, like Select wasn't as big of a company as Hasbro or Tonka. So I loved being able to go to the store when I was a kid and seeing all those different competing lines. It made me love Transformers more. And I think that's, I don't know how that would work today with kids. If you walked in and you saw GI Joe, but then you saw like another line that was compatible with them. And you're like, well, I'll get these too. And it just makes me love the toy more because kids don't play with toys. Like we did. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. It'd be interesting. But yeah, to go back to that, I mean, think about all the different O-rings. There were Rimco, there were the A-Team O-rings, there were like uh, all Hazard O-rings. Yeah, there was everything. All the Mego stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Rodriguez. So will Classified be done within 10 years? Yes, because everything will be done within 10 years. Thor Golden <laughs> Cub. I'm all alone for a couple of weeks. Roommate is out of town. Just wanted to say it's good to see friends. Also, why did you have to tell me about the Super <laughs> 7 sale at Big Bad? You could spend hundreds of dollars and get tons of product. Oh, what's up, yeah. JJ? JJ Shoulder Height is here. My wallet wishes Classifieds came in nice orderly waves. Yeah, you're not kidding. Well, I I had a question actually for the chat. Um, so going thanks to this podcast, going back and 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 looking at how long certain figures were released, when did that change? When did it go from here's Flint who's released from eighty to eighty? Like, you know, a good three years that figure was available on the shelf. And now it's, here's your, I mean, shoot, for some targets, here's your one shot where they're going to be on the shelf. And then that's it. If you miss yeah. it, you miss it. I mean, distribution so much different now, but the market's so much different now. You know, and yeah. they, they knew they could put that stuff out. And there were uh, every just about every boy in America between the ages of like, you know, four and 12, we're buying GI Joe figures. It just appealed to so many people. Well, we have, uh, we got to move on because we've got more sound offs to get to. Wreckship85 says, this may have been asked before, but what playset do you want Lenny to make into classified series at some point? It has been asked, it has been talked about, but I think we can always revisit this. Uh, since you didn't specify, my answer is the Fortress of Fangs. <laughs> Noel? Uh, if it's going to be classified series in that scale, I think that the checkpoint is probably a good sized uh classified toy so that's come up before mm-hmm. however checkpoint alpha requires vehicles to interact with we have a vehicle coming we have a hiss and a helicopter no we, we they have... do raise the gate for oh yeah we've got the you're right we've got the vamp we got a vamp and we got rams and the coil yeah you're right yeah. and a trouble bubble can you know fly through you're right we do have vehicles good point i i would rather have the watchtower but I do like Checkpoint Alpha. It, it's it, because it's got the two levels. So there's well, I think anything at that scale, the Cobra Bunker would be good. Uh, you know, anything that's that's one of those smaller playsets. I think the surveillance port, the yeah. bivouac, all that stuff would be forward cool. observer. We've talked about all that is like good yeah. world building mm-hmm. elements. Christian, anything specific and weird? Yeah. So when I read this, uh, 
the first thing that went through my head. Christian's meant... like in 1977, there was an underwater diving bell going. I am probably going the weirdest I've ever gone, Whoa. but it's not something pre-existing. Okay. Uh, let I my brain went to a classified scale kind of mighty max poly pocket moment and I went oh Lenny's been such an integral part of GI Joe what if we made Lenny into a pod into a playset where you open him up and then there's the little battlefield and just like uh, a, a Mighty Max playset, <laughs> but classified <wow>. scale. Because <laughs> that's what happens when I'm reading these at work. <laughs> uh, Gary's got a good point. Everything changed when Toys R Us folded. That is the answer to that question. That's a that is, very good point. Yeah, That's what killed everything in in this industry that's what changed everything but i mean that was also a byproduct again of toys were not selling to children like they used to well no that uh, toys r us wouldn't have gone under if it wasn't for all the financial chicanery behind the people that own toys r us right right but i mean also you know with uh i mean toys r us tried to get into the video game market but like no one was buying video games at toys r us because you were paying more for them there than you were at most places the selection was not good it was hard to get your to, it was hard to buy them from toys r us um just in general but i mean whenever i go into a toys r us for a while it was just kind of a wasteland long before they were closing stores left and right yeah but again that was just the t- horrible management and the fact that the people that owned it didn't care about yeah trying to make money they were just although i do wish that as those last couple years when toys r us was closing down the one that we had over by our mall of millennia like in the super touristy area every time i'd walk through the action figure aisle there were the 50th anniversary two packs and i was so out of joe at that point and i just kept walking by being like uh like eighteen dollars for two yeah, GI right. Joe figures? What? And now, oh, I'm kicking myself. I, oh, I, I remember still... when Marvel Legends went up to fifteen, and I was like, "I'm out, never. Yeah. I'll never pay fifteen dollars for an action figure. That's ridiculous." I, I know I've mentioned it before, but you know, my GI Joe Dark Ages, walking in and finding all those like f- five packs of Crimson Guards and Vipers and all that for like twenty two dollars, and I yeah. was like. I mean that's cool, but I uh, that's too much money to spend on that. And they're not they're not you know the ones I grew up with. These are some new, different, whatever. No, but if I had those now, I mean they still display great. They're oh cool. yeah, absolutely. No, I yeah. wish I was I was actively collecting then, and I skipped a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Palpatine, nineteen seventy five. Greetings, gentlemen. Who's excited for their Haslab his tanks to start shipping out? Of course, we're excited. Of course. I got a brand uh, new Billy shelf so I can move some of my classifieds over to it and get my uh, my hiss up over in my normal classified area. Excellent. Uh, no comply 1945. Speaking of clown is down. This is our buddy Pete who will be on the show next week in the vein of William Refrigerator Perry and Sergeant Slaughter. As, are there any real world individuals, athletes, wrestlers, actors, actresses you would like to see incorporated into the classified series? 
uh, Christian. Okay, this is not sarcasm. I am not, like, I am dead serious here. I thought about this. I want Linda Carter. Because as Wonder Woman, in the first season, when she was, like, in World War One, where she yeah, was, yeah. like, a military office worker, I want Linda Carter as some sort of G.I. Joe base headquarters type person to that honor would be awesome. what she did. I love that idea. I, but I want her as an O-ring so she can go in my headquarters playset. <laughs> For me, um, since what we almost got in the line was a fictional character of Rocky Balboa, I thought that also will work on this. And um, I would love to see either Hutchman sell from Nobody or uh, Cameron Poe from Con Air as a member of G.I. Joe. Oh, yeah. I'm down with both of those, 100%. Although, Rachel, once again, coming in with the win, Brendan Frazier is Sergeant Stone. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to see that, 100%. Uh, my pick, so you guys... Doc is exhausted. Now, I know in some canons, Doc is dead, but Doc is exhausted. Uh, he's He keeps having to sew up snake-sized holes in Duke. He has to invent everything to save the world from Cobra. He needs some help. And you know the perfect guys to come in and help Doc out with the inventing stuff would be Jamie Heineman and Adam Savage. <laughs> the Cobra Busters. Yes! I would I've been I've been binging Mythbusters and I would love Adam Savage and Jamie Heineman figures. Uh, that if would just we, Can we get a Grant Amahara figure? Oh, we can Aww. get I mean eventually we can get everyone. Of course we we want Grant as well, but I I you know, get everyone in there, but but Adam and Jamie like I could see just think of them as like Joe's answer to Dr. Mindbender. Absolutely. <laughs> So those those are my picks, uh, and those those are the ones I was mentioning earlier that would need to go to Florida to help Christian out with all all of his issues. <laughs> Just help Florida. Uh, Mandalorian Jedi. We should make Clint Howard a GI Joe. He's an American treasure. Uh, Mandalorian Jedi. You might have gotten here a little late, but we determined that uh, we already have Clint Howard <laughs> That's in right. the classified <laughs> line. There he is, right there. Clint Howard is a magical sea creature, and if you Google that phrase in quotes, you will you will get to my website. Oh my gosh, uh, JJ Shoulderheight, <laughs> Jackie Chan, I love that. Uh, I actually bought um, the Johnny, the Power Rangers Cobra Kai crossover figure to mm. put his head on a cobra body, just to to have that. That'd be a you great know, crossover. Oh, by the way, Scrap Iron's twenty six ninety nine on Bullseye right now. I just happened to see it on my browser. Oh, nice. I, <laughs> I was thinking when I get my second mole rat in, uh, it does bother me because it's like an individual head that, as yeah. a true builder, they will all look the same. So I am going to throw Falcon's head on the <laughs> other one because I think that will work. So there's a little bit. Just as hideous as the uh, other mole Exactly. Rat. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say the one with the crystals growing out of his face is the lucky one. Right. 
Uh, Yorktown Joe, besides Skybound's Cobra Commander and Duke miniseries and the ongoing Larry Hama and Real American Heroes story, will there be an ongoing G.I. Joe book tied to Skybound's universe? I'm sure there will. I would imagine the Cobra Commander and Duke miniseries uh, and maybe even a couple more will lead up to it. But there's no doubt in my mind there's going to be an ongoing series. So I thought about this one for quite a bit today. <clears throat> and I'm 100% thinking what you just said dave however i think i would like it more if they went like the hellboy bprd route do a couple of mini series a year so that way you can focus on smaller teams tell your you know each creative team that mm. comes in can tell the story they want and then get out of there so that we don't run into those kind of yeah yeah lagging um and also go the marvel route and just name each miniseries gi joe and restart the numbering at one let's not do that that gets confusing (laughs) (laughs) uh but yeah i i think there will be an ongoing series but honestly yeah you know what christian i like your idea better um it's just an easier way to keep track of comics in in a in a modern world uh, but we will hopefully find out a lot more about Skybound's uh, universe very soon, right here on Audible Interlude. Uh, Robert Straben, I would love to see if we get Doc for the Joes. We'll also get Scalpel for Cobra. I've been calling for that since Classified started. That's one of my biggest picks uh, for Classified figures. Uh, Thor Golden Cub, I would love to see Chris Evans and John Cena honorary Joe. I would love a John Cena Joe, and I honestly yeah. thought... After his gear at WrestleMania, that was entirely possible. Well, and after they mentioned there the Mattel Hasbro crossover, that was one of the things that crossed my mind is, hey, maybe we can get John Cena and a Joe. That would be great. Uh, Our pal Gary, uh, he actually left this one last week, but it was our 100th episode special, so I saved it. With Big Bell on the way, assuming that Hasbro can't work out the Rocky license, who would you want them to place in that role, opposing uh, Big Boa? A new character or get another boxer MMA guy or a wrestler, since we do already have Sarge? Um, I don't know. Do you guys have anything for this one? Asuka. (laughs) Oh, done. Let's go. I was thinking Shayna Baszler. Oscar, Shayna Baszler. Oh, Shayna Baszler would be an awesome Cobra. Yeah. I love that. Oscar would be uh, probably Dreadnoughty or maybe one of the Arashikage if, if we're simplifying things, if we're being 80s style dum-dums. Uh, <laughs> but realistically, like a Conor McGregor. McGregor. Yeah, and that, that's what crossed my mind when I saw this last week. Yeah. Because I mean, that's the he's the, the he's the ultimate heel. So or that who's that Tyson? Fury? Right, but if he's supposed Tyson to be Fury, part yeah. of Joe, like you oh, you're right. Yeah, this would someone be someone who will make me like Sergeant Slaughter more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, silent interlude. What specialist is missing or underrepresented from the GI Joe team and should be represented with a new character, either in classified or my go-to O-ring construction? I would love to see an armored, someone who uh, an armorer, someone who produced weaponry akin to Destro's original role for Cobra. He could be in charge of upgrading all the Joe's stuff to its full potential. Codename Gunsmith or codename Cobra Busters. Jamie Heineman and Adam Savage. Bam! 
knocked out two sound offs with one answer. I am the king of the world. <laughs> uh, but seriously, uh, Noel, you got something for this one? I was th- just thinking about when I was a kid and I was coming up with my own G.I. Joe characters. Two of the ones that I thought really fit in was I had, uh, and and Chuckles kind of plays this role a little bit later on, but I was going with this before Chuckles existed, was like a, like a secret agent um, member of the Joe team. Who's he's an espionage guy, he's a master of disguise, but like you know, you you see him in like the nice sleek suit. He's kind of he's kind of James Bondish. Um, I also like the idea of because we've got a few guys that are you know their secondary MOS is a mechanic, guys like Clutch and guys like Cross Country, but like a a Joe mechanic. And uh, and the one that I came up with, he actually has a backpack that just carries a spare tire. So <laughs> I like it. Oh wait, Rachel once again. Uh Butterbean versus Big Boa. Yes. And if they're gonna make a Butterbean, he needs a little Johnny Knoxville sidekick <laughs> so he can ask, is Butterbean okay? <laughs> Which is one of the funniest lines from anything ever. Uh Christian, you got one for this one? I did. So <sighs> This one I actually had a hard time with because I was like, what is G.I. Joe missing? They're missing USO Entertainment. Yes. So I thought we need a USO lady whose secondary skill is explosives, but her main skill is obviously entertaining, uh, codenamed Tap Dance. Because she likes to leave hidden explosives everywhere and watch the Cobras pop, pop, pop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Winona Ryder and her ping pong <gasps> trick. Yes! Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and with that, uh, that brings this installment of Sound Off to a close. <laughs> Noel Christian, do you guys have a little Joe and Tell? Got a little Joe and Tell. All right. Then let's move on to Joe and Tell, sponsored by Slickalicious. Everybody check out Shop Slickalicious on Instagram. Uh, who wants to go first? I'm going to try out this new, uh, try to move things around here. Noel. Noel? Okay, I guess I'm going first. Noel, you're going first. But we have Christian. There we go. Now I'm big on the screen, just like I don't like to be. Um <laughs> no, I, 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 this was actually when, because we did not do our Joe and Tell last week because we had such a, an action packed episode. Uh, so this was something I was going to do last week. But uh, my, uh, I'm just wanted to Joe and Tell my, my little burgeoning uh, G.I. Joe patch collection. Oh. So uh, got uh, some Tiger Force. This actually came out of uh, for Joe Con in 20. 20- 17 i think it was we all did tiger force costumes and this was in orlando and we could not have real weapons or like fake weapons so we actually made tiger based like stuffed tiger based guns so we had little stuffed tigers in our holsters and um my friend sarah had her she she was uh she was tiger force big brawler and she brought a minigun made out of a tiger so um that is great but you know, these are a lot of this is for costume stuff. Um, obviously, these dreadnought ones we wore uh, when we did our dreadnoughts. Got my Ninja Force here. Got a few uh, finest. Oh, this is uh, you know some finest stuff that I put on my costumes when I have it. 
But we've also got a bunch of our, our other garrisons, and ironically, I do not have my own garrisons patch here. What? Well, I've 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 given them all out to new members. Oh, okay. So I, we need to order some more. This is our Missouri Kansas uh, garrison, the Tiger Hawks. Uh, one of our girls of the finest uh, promotions we did a few years back. Uh, JoeCon 2018, the end of an era from the very last JoeCon. Oh, wow. That's nice. Very sad. This is our central defense. Uh, this is, they are in the Midwest, I think, Chicago, but they did a Cobra Kai styled one. 31st Carrier Assault Brigade. This is our Carolinas garrison, their patch. Oh, nice. Uh, another Get the central North Carolina defense. on there. Central defense there. Um, capital defense. This is our uh, Virginia, D.C. area, the Renegari. Um, and uh, if you if you want some cool custom patches, I will I will cite them again. Patch Czar, good buddy of mine, also a member of the finest who does these custom patches. Um, he's the one that did our dreadnought patches, and uh, he can he can pretty much do anything for you at this point in time. And and who is having a fifty percent off sale? <clears throat> everything in stock on his web store i think it starts on the 12th maybe is it the 12th yeah i know it's coming up soon but yeah i think it's the he... 12th through black friday everything in patch sar's store is going to be 50 percent off uh just follow him on instagram it's just patch sar on instagram um or is it facebook is he on instagram he's on he's on facebook I don't he's know. definitely on facebook um Yes, we know. Uh, so, so uh, follow him on there and uh, check out that sale. That's an incredible deal for very high quality patches. All right, Christian, are you ready, or you want to save yours for I, last? I am. No. Okay. So, uh, because it's Joe and Tell, I figured I should have something to show, even though this has nothing to do with what I want to tell about. Uh, Hasbro Pulse did finally ship their Snow Serpents, and I really like this figure. I know it's not gotten the most love, uh, but thankfully, my legs aren't a different color from the rest <laughs> of it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but my tail part, so doing the deep dive into some of the pricing stuff today... Uh, one of the things I think that we have always prided ourselves on here is we like everybody to have fun. We like to be positive when we can and have actual critiques. Um, so just I feel like for the fandom, please keep that in mind when you're on anybody's social media or YouTube video as harsh as this sounds read the room because if somebody loves something they don't want to hear you poo-pooing it so go as much as i hate to say this go to the people that you know will poo-poo it join them in getting it out of your system and have a poo-poo party have a poo-poo party a poo-poo platter party and then <laughs> you know go go back and just don't rain on other people's parades in this fandom because, man, today I saw a lot of negativity that oh, I really? usually protect myself from on social media. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, no one that is doing a podcast or putting content out there for the fan, no one should be subjected to that. Ugh. That's it. Well, that's uh, that's an excellent tell. Yeah, we're we're all in this uh, together. We're all having fun with GI Joe. And speaking of having fun with GI Joe, so this uh, a couple of weeks ago for our Halloween themed episode or one of our spooky themed episodes, uh, I discovered a vehicle that I really didn't have a whole lot of knowledge of. We talked about the Monster Blaster APC. I got one for what I think, and I know these are not these are not the correct missiles on it. These are just what came with it. I need three more of the correct missile uh but i had to have it and i found it on ebay buy it now great price from compared to everything else it's in really nice condition it's really clean the stickers are not in great shape and unfortunately uh nobody has reproduction stickers for this the toy hacks has not gotten to the monster uh APC yet? No, I sent him an email asking about <laughs> it, and and the uh, the 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 tenor of the email was we we haven't done it, and I honestly don't know that we will. There was another <laughs> there was another repro place that had done it, but were sold out and have no plans to do them again. What? Uh, yeah. So for right now, I'm stuck with what I've got, but. I love this thing. As I mentioned on the episode, it is basically the APC from Aliens. Uh, obviously, toyed up a little bit, but I just love this design. It's got tons of truth. That's that's for carrying troops right there, but it's also a massive cannon for blasting monsters. I just I love this thing. I think it's great. It rolls nicely, uh, and it's for coming out in was it ninety three. I think it was 93. 94. We're coming out right at the end of the line. It is not uh, like the, I never loved when the two little pieces here were really visible in the wheels and they're kind of recessed in there. They're, they're as concealed as they can be. The colors are not insane. Uh, I don't know. I just love this thing. It's great. I'm going to clean it up uh, as best I can and put it on the shelf. Although it's pretty clean. Like it's not a lot of the stuff I've gotten is, is like, especially on treads that are on the back like this are just filthy mm-hmm. and uh, they're not like it's, it's in really nice condition for what it is. So I'm stoked. I have a mega Marines monster blaster APC. And now Christian, what do I need now? You need a mega Marines clutch. You are to correct. Drive sir. It. You are hundred percent correct with his, his bio moldable armor or whatever. With his bright orange. Hey, shoot me coloring. Yes. <laughs> Let me try and get our screen back to where there Wait. it is. Wotage, uh, you know what? I would be all about if they wanted to adapt some vehicles from cops to fit into G.I. Joe classifieds. <laughs> well, what's funny is uh, apparently, oh man, I can't, I think it's Boss Fight has the cops. They are. Weapons. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and well, Chris, Rachel, Christian, you can address this one, Christian. Yes. So uh, we all obviously fell in love with that. 
And on that episode, when we looked on eBay and we saw there was the Cobra version in the black and gold, uh, I liked that even more. And it just so happens at the beginning of this week, I put a bid on one on eBay thinking I would totally get sniped and I didn't. So it right now, according to FedEx, it's supposed to be here this Saturday. So next live stream, we'll probably take a look at that. So yeah, Rachel Salinas, make sure you're back on November 20th for our next live stream. And and Christian will be Joe and telling uh, <laughs> the bat transport. Now, does it have the figures with it or is it just the vehicle? It's just the vehicle. Um, yeah. But I mean, According to the listing, like it's got all the missiles. It's I need to go back and look at it though if it's got stickers, but I'm good either way. Yeah. Well, that is our show for the week. Uh everybody here in the chat, thank you so much for hanging out with us and contributing. Uh everyone who uh contributed to the super chat. Uh we are once we hit our goal, which I've got to look again and see what it is. Uh we're going to get some hats made with the new logo. Uh Christian and Noel, you know I love talking to you guys about GI Joe. Our music is by Andy Samford of electricminnowmusic.com. Follow us on Instagram at Audible Interlude Podcast. The pinned stories are where you can find our shirts to buy and help support the show. Uh, not really financially, but by wearing our cool logos around. Uh, follow us on X at G.I. Joe Audible. And Noel, why don't you tell us a little bit about The Finest? I feel like I did talk, um, uh, talk about it a little bit, but The Finest is a G.I. Joe costuming group. We've got garrisons all over the United States, and we've actually got garrisons and squads throughout several other countries in the world. We raise money for a great organization called Canines for Warriors. If you ever thought about dressing up like your favorite Joe character, uh, check out TheFinestCC.com, The Finest uh, Recruitment Center on Facebook, and uh, help us in our great cause. And Christian, where can we find that toy photography that you do so well? If you want to see some more Mega Marine stuff, uh, check out Instagram under the name Legion Cub. All right. Until next time, yo, Joe. Cobra. You have been listening to a Needless Things podcast. You can follow Needless Things on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at needlessthingspodcast.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh-huh.